Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and that'll notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety, a wide variety of reward tiers over there. Starting at $1, you would be surprised, shocked maybe, uh, to find out how far $1 goes here at going in raw. Every little bit does help. It helps support going going in raw and uh, let, lets us do what we want to do. Sucking down that Red Bull right there, huh? One hour, man. One hour and then we can go home. That's not true. We got to uh, ask Stephen Larson to do after this. Oh, you want to do that today or tomorrow? Let's do it today. Okay, good. Because I'm not gonna have a ton of time tomorrow. I got a I got a wedding to go to tomorrow afternoon. All right, fair enough. So I got to keep it short. All right. Just notice we're both wearing merch shirts today. Might as well plug uh, where you can get these pro wrestling tees for that one. Fifty dollar Patreon Patreon tier for this one. So prowrestlingtees.com for slash, that one slash going in raw. Yeah, this is an exclusive Patreon shirt. You sign up for the fifty dollar tier. You, you get, get a shirt. lot of stuff. You get a lot of stuff. You get that shirt, which is exclusive to that Patreon tier. Uh, you get the Friendo Care Package. Uh, you get to have your video question on Matt Chat. If you choose to. Uh, yeah. You don't have to do it. We also have uh, like a custom video message thing there, which if anybody is a $50 patron and you guys want that, just let us know. Nobody's ever asked us, hey, can I get this? If you give us 50 bucks on the Patreon, we'll do a custom video for you. Like a little shout-out type thing. Just saying. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, there we are. And then, of course, big announcement. Our first ever live in front of a studio audience podcast, Friendo Fest 2019, Las Vegas, for free to the entire public as part of StarCast Weekend Yes, at the Tuscany Suites and Casino May 26th. Sunday. It's a Sunday. The Sunday after Double or Nothing. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. We're going to be doing our, our Double or Nothing recap. Yes. Live. Possibly with a guest a star. studio audience. And, uh, and lots of friendos. Oh, lots I want to make an extravaganza, man. Lots of two sweets and handshakes. Well, I'll be shaking hands. And I know. That's the whole point. Fist bumps and stuff. You don't, don't need to clarify that. People know that you're sweet. weird and you don't too sweet. What's weird about that? I haven't tried in a while. Huh? Huh? What's that for? Too sweet me. No. Too sweet me. (laughs) Anyways, uh, let's kick off this episode, Larson, by talking about what a treasure Big E is. He's fantastic. He's been flirting with Becky Lynch's mom. Oh. And it's it's been a wonder to watch on Twitter. It's 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 been a ray of sunshine on this day of mine. Big E is a ray of sunshine. Hell yeah, man. He is the absolute best. He is the absolute best. He's also uh, the absolute most honest, and it's very refreshing. Uh, so this has to do with uh, Lars Sullivan Ugh. and uh, his uh, highly, I mean, could you even call it controversial? I think you just go straight from controversial to offensive. It's offensive. Uh, past of. Uh, Posting on bodybuilding forms. Uh, some very, very 
quite frankly, offensive comments. Yeah, we uh, we talked about it when the story initially broke, uh, like November of last year, I a think. A while ago, yeah. Yeah, about how he posted a bunch of really messed up stuff on, I think, bodybuilding.com forums prior to signing to WWE. Um, and uh, shortly thereafter, uh, vignettes for Lars that were running on WTV ceased. And then he reportedly took some time off to get some treatment for some mental health um, issues he was dealing with. Yeah. Now he's back, has been for a couple weeks, and he's, again, back in the news for all the wrong reasons. There's yeah. a massive Reddit post compiling seemingly every single messed up and offensive thing Lars posted on those bodybuilding forums. Um, in fact, Twitter user at Chalice for Alice shared this thread with the aforementioned Big E, and uh, Big E responded... He was asked if he was uh, aware. aware of what Lars had written, and, and, and Big E responded with, quote, Many are aware, if true, he has to bear the albatross of being a bigot and working in a company that is now filled with minorities. You can kind of read into that that maybe... So later on, we're going to talk about um, or just mention that uh, apparently Brian Alvarez... Uh, mentions that uh, WWE knew about all this stuff before they hired him and that Lars had apologized for it all. Maybe Big E just was left out of that particular apology session. Um, and I would think that being a prominent member on the roster, never mind that he's an African-American on the roster, but just being on the roster would probably necessitate Lars saying, hey, I'm going to be apparently a big part of this roster, and we can see that with the push that he's been given, yeah, yeah. with the push if, that he was reported to have been given. If he is going to hold himself accountable for his misdeeds of the past, he has to go in front of the locker room and say, uh, uh, cop to what he did, show genuine contrition, and, 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 yeah, and, shown, and shown that, yes, that he, he has learned from what he did and is now a different person. You would think that's kind of a... A no-brainer that he would However, have done that. However, we've seen WWE in recent history that someone who has said awful things in the past has brought in the locker room and not done that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would think, you would just have to imagine, if he had ex done any of the stuff that we just said, that Big E's response would have been a bit different. Yeah, I'm aware of it. He's reached out to everybody and, and it's he's been, seen... It's been dealt with, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he's a different person. He's apologized or he claims to be different. Something like that. All he said was, yeah, we, we all know about it. And if it's true, which there still seems to be some sort of, you know, I mean, it, in terms of who he is as a person, if the things he said are true and he still believes them, then he's going to have some problems working in that locker room, mm -hmm. which is quite diverse these days. Um, so uh, Kalisto also on Twitter was asked the same thing. He responded, he just needs to get out of my way. I'm Latino. And then the fist bump emoji or punch emoji. Punch, punch I guess, emoji. Um, and you mentioned Brian Alvarez. We'll go into these quotes. Um, he mentioned, I think, on a recent episode of Wrestling Observer Live that uh, WWE didn't know about all this before, or at least knew of it, prior to Lars signing with the company, saying, quote, it is zero mystery in WWE that he did this. They knew this when they hired him. They have known this forever. They are not going to fire him. How is Lars going to react to this? I don't know. He continues. In WWE's mind, he did this and he apologized for it. He told them that he was wrong and that he was remorseful. And in their minds, it is a done deal. But he also noted, I don't know how he's going to respond to Big E and apparently other people in the locker room being unhappy with what he posted on the internet. First thing you should do is go say, I'm sorry. It's pretty easy. Yeah. They're all there together quite a bit. Yeah. Just say, like right now. They're all on a European tour. Yeah. I think they take buses between shows yeah. together. Yeah. Get in front of the bus. Say, yeah. Hey, everybody. I did this. I shouldn't have done this. It's messed up. Uh, it was highly offensive. I apologize to each and every member of this locker room for yeah. my past deeds. Pretty easy. You know, I mean, I know it takes some chutzpah if I'm using my, um, that word correctly. What language is that? Yiddish? Yeah, I think so. I think it's Yiddish. Yeah, I think so. I get it from movies, man. I don't know yeah. if it actually is. Anyways, take some real chutzpah. So anyways, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's in a dude's heart. I just know that. And I don't, I'm not going to repeat any of that stuff. 
it's all out there. Yeah. It's horrifying. The boys over at uh, Cultaholic, they did uh, a similar uh, story uh, talking about this. They read some of it. And they seemed horrified to have to read that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't They're all that. good lads over there. It's, if you want to find it, like I said, there's a huge Reddit post with a, I don't know if it's comprehensive, but it's got a lot of it. Yeah. Um, uh, so if you want to wade through all that. And I really do hope that it's a guy who just went the wrong way. And maybe he's 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 become a better person and doesn't doesn't those views don't reflect who he is now. That's totally fine if that's the case, but it's probably going to be a problem if he's just in that locker room and, and doesn't and that's and just doesn't, festering. And doesn't go up and, and address the situation. You would think, and, and more than anything else, apologize to the other wrestlers there. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, in any working environment, you know, yeah, totally. if I suddenly found some post that Larson posted from ages ago. You know, talking about, boy, I hate everybody named Steve. They're real pieces of garbage. I'd have to, I'd have to be held accountable to that. Well, you kind of still do, anyways. Wait, what? I'm joking. Anyways, the way you treat me sometimes. Oh, I treat you wonderfully. Uh, Russell Vos add to all this. They uh, quote talked to one of my sources regarding this Lars Sullivan stuff. Sources states WB is aware of what's making the rounds online. His exact words. Quote, they are hoping it stays low and disappears. That's like Russell votes take. This is quote his my take. They aren't going to do a damn thing. Hope I'm wrong. Uh, that's the wrong attitude to take. Lay low, hope it disappears. But it's a very WWE attitude. It's to completely take. their attitude. That's like yeah, they do that a lot. Fabio, we're going to name something with Fabio Samula. Oh, everybody's mad. We'll write it. No, and then Snickers, just, Snickers comes. They just write it out. Hey. You want some of this? You want some of that Change money? Change it. Change it. <laughs> Change it. Change it. <laughs> well, same thing with the Saudi Arabia thing. Anything, any sort of bad headlines. Well, we're supposed to do this Crown Jewel show. We don't mention where it's taking place at. <laughs> They'll never we'll know. Think. <laughs> They'll be like, Friday at 9 a.m., totally normal. Oh, yeah, no, it's taking place. In From here. a mystery location. From <laughs> parts unknown. Crown Jewel with the best in the world <laughs> tournament. <laughs> but then the Saudis want them to, like, you know, talk about how great Saudi Arabia is. <laughs> oh, scary. Anyways. Mm, mm. Anyway, yeah, that's WB's attitude. They, they face any <laughs> PR issue. Yeah. Just pull the sheets over their head, their covers. Yeah, pretty much. Wait it out. <sighs> and it seems like it's blown over. They can get out from under, under, under their, their, their covers. And nobody can tell me who to make apologize what. Nobody can tell me. Ah, nobody can tell me. Look at him. He's all beef. Oh, he's so hairy and beefy. He's the guy. I don't care what he said. It's like WB deals with bad PR like like it's a hangover. He just tries to sleep it off. Yeah. It's not the attitude, man. You got to address it. I get hungover. I take some aspirin, drink plenty of water. You come right into work. Get a grease. Yeah, totally. Pick up your way through a show. Totally. Power and, through. And, and you know what? Ends up on best of April. I know. Because you know what? I dressed it head on. <laughs> I didn't hide from it. I didn't stay in bed that day. I didn't curl up underneath my covers no. and sleep it off. No. no. I got out of bed that day. Hiccups and all. <laughs> modest headache. I came to work and I delivered the best of my abilities. Best of April. I addressed it and took it on. Head on. It's going up Monday, by the way. Monday morning, Best of oh, April is cool. going up. It's cool. uh, it's done. I just have to go through our WrestleMania live stream. I'm not sure just if I want. To get oh, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find some like Look reactions. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good idea too. I'll do that. I'm like debating on whether or not I want to put any of the stuff of us singing on there. That might be a little too cringe. Well, it's mostly me singing. I'm yeah. less worried about the cringe factor. And uh, granted, it's not going to make a, a ton of money for us. However, but it's it's you know it's, if we're going to put it up, we got to monetize it. Be more worried about the copyright issue. Than oh, me. I'm not worried about that. A couple of idiots singing my, some Backstreet Boys. My my tone and and whatnot's not the best. I'm probably horribly off key. So, yeah. but those bots out there, man, they're pretty sophisticated. Yeah, they're up pretty crazy songs and, and whatnot. They're so pretty crazy. That's more yeah, my concern. I don't, a, okay. If I was concerned about being embarrassed, I would have done it the first. All place. right. All right. Fair enough. So that's not my worry. Just, it, it, just if you do it, three seconds or less. Really? Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of time, right there. No, but people get a little bit of a All little right. bit of it. I'm probably not even gonna do it. All I, right. I, I was not a. I thought it was a great selling point. We sold a bunch of shirts. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not, I'm I think not. I'll do that instead. I'll just do a supercut of me reading off, like, oh, we're at thirteen shirts, fourteen, fifteen, six, sixteen, seventeen shirts, eight, nineteen, that's good. 20, that's twenty-one. Good. That's good. I'll do that again for Money in the Bank. Okay. What song should I perform if we sell 25 shirts? Purple Rain.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. No, what else is awesome? What? Network pressure. Oh, yeah. Under pressure. Ooh, that's, again, copyright issues. Yeah, don't do that. Under pressure. Because we're living in a new era, Steve, the wild card rule era. And, you know, was it brought on, as Vince said, in a moment of inspired genius? Oh, brilliant. Would you, wait, hold on a second. Are you telling me that Vince McMahon uh, gave us a, a falsehood? Yeah. According to the Wrestling Observer Radio, the answer to my question I asked you was no. It was all devised to make TV executives happy. Mm. Melser said on this very topic, quote, Fox wanted more storylines that are going to be on both Raw and SmackDown. You know, NBC Universal was real upset about the ratings, especially in the third hour. and was asking questions about our ratings are this, this, and this. We'd be giving away Roman Reigns. No, well, why'd we yeah. give away Roman Reigns? So the pressure's on that the top stars work both shows. So it'll be different guys. I guess it'll be four guys on both shows. In theory, he continued on with this topic in this week's uh, newsletter. I'll say this. Go ahead. This was somewhat inevitable due to pressure that was coming from stations wanting bigger numbers. Fox was wanting guys from Raw on its SmackDown show. NBC Universal had been unhappy with the ratings, particularly the third hour drop. and wanted to know why, given ratings were falling, that they sent Reigns, who, was, who, who the perception is that he's the company's biggest star, to SmackDown. Uh, both sides wanted more star power for the fall. Unless the move to Fox really does create a new audience, for real, as opposed to the expected short-term novelty audience gain before falling back to the long-term pattern, this fall was looking really bad. Let me ask you something, Larson. Well, first, to say this. This uh, wild card rule brought about roughly like a 10% jump for both Raw and SmackDown. On SmackDown a, was still under 2 million. To be fair, though, on a night that... Even Meltzer mentioned in the newsletter that it was a success because the night was even more stacked with competition. Yeah, there's two playoff games and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So a 10% roughly jumped for each show. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, st- SmackDown's still well below. I, back in December, Meltzer mentioned that SmackDown or Fox was looking for SmackDown to get uh, upwards of 3 million viewers. I really hope it does. By the fall. I hope they figure this out. And they're, what, about 60% of that? Because, I mean, I, I mentioned this. I, we were talking about this a little bit, just anecdotally on our end, the where you know, the 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 interest in the product in WWE. Oh, where WWE goes, like wrestling YouTube goes. Right, exactly. Like our numbers go as well, and we want big numbers too. Um, let me ask you this though: this is crazy to me. Mm. Like, why is it? So we've we've heard, or Meltzer has speculated that. Uh, shareholders, the the WWE stock would plummet if Vince was either removed or left or died or whatever. Because they equate Vince with WWE, Why? one and the same. Why? I I I, I honestly, it it doesn't take that much research to understand that Vince is kind of a big part of the problem here. Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, I understand that he's got relationships and in the world of business at that level, that's very, very important. He has been a state. He has been a force, a an ever present force at the head of the WWE for, you know, the entirety of its popularity of its mainstream crossover. Nearly I, 40 years. Yeah, I get that. But don't they ever just stop and say, OK, let's really research Vince McMahon and what his role is with the company as it pertains to why these ratings are going down. Or do they just say, hey, he knows what he's doing. He's Vince McMahon. Uh, It's on him to either perform or not, and he'll either get the big contracts or he won't. I guess it's not their problem to solve. It's his problem to solve. I think here's the thing, too, is is, uh, it depends what kind of stakes they have in the long-term future of the company. Because if you're an investor and you buy in $40 a share, uh, WWE's getting these massive TV deals, you know, about $500 million a year, I believe, um, and their stock price is sore, well, you're happy. Yeah. You don't care about, if you're not a wrestling fan, you don't care about the show, you don't care about ratings, because you think, well, these contracts are five years, I have five years to either uh, deal with the ebb and flow of the of, of, of 
of the stock. And if it looks like it's heading on a trend I don't like, then I could sell and still probably make a profit. I mean, I don't think stockholders are concerned with, with by and large, unless they're wrestling fans, about what the product is. I don't know. What the, the ratings are like. I don't like. know if the majority of the stockholders for the WWE. It'd be kind of interesting to to understand the demographics of the stockholders. I don't think that information is available. Um, if I would really doubt that WWE would be considered like a safe stock for mutual funds, but I don't know. I, don't know I really don't. I mean, it's not like either. it's it's not necessarily volatile. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't swing wildly from what we understand. So I mean, I, well, that, I, I that one know. dip was thirty. Well, no, it wasn't thirty percent. It was thirteen dollars. That's pretty significant. For, yeah, but on a day to day basis, you yeah, know, know, on a week to week or month to month or year to year. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I mean, the only reason it dipped I mean, it's that gone hard up is a lot in the last year. It went up big time, kind of unnaturally, based off of you know the the big TV deal. Uh, it's been hovering around eighty three bucks today. What about? I mean, can you extend that to like you I'm know year over year for the last five years? You know, I can go most year to date over the, the last, last five year. years. So in on May of twenty eighteen, May fifteenth was forty three dollars, and then. Today it closed at, or yesterday it closed at 84. Go to five years really quick. Oh, you're going to see. See, for the longest time, it was like just kind of petering around 20 bucks. Wow. That was like near its IPO. Its IPO is like 17. And that wasn't until yeah, early 2018. Yeah, last 12 months. It really shot up. Yeah, all right. Well. And this, I think this is right about when the Fox deal was announced when it got to 90. All right. Well. Shareholders should be happy, I guess. Yeah, Just I'm sure saw, they are. Saw an increase four times. Especially if they bought 2017, 2018. Yeah, but still, I think you'd want to do some research on that stuff. I mean, it's just, it's... Yeah. I'm sure they do. They, do they, they just do research in terms of the financial, the prospectus, the financial outlook for the company, not so much, uh, you know, whether the, the TV product is any good. Yeah, and but... And I understand how us as wrestling fans can see how... Understanding the quality of the TV product, how would it affect things going forward, is important. I will put it this way. I'll put it this way. But if you got a two-year stake in WB in your mind, what if do I'm you a, care? if I'm a shareholder in Theranos, and I start reading things or hearing things that this product, but that's a new company, is it's it remains the same whether it's new or old. If I catch wind that like okay, well. Some of this seems like on shaky ground. But that's the thing I'm saying. No, it, it, it doesn't make a difference because WB's been around forever and they've survived ups and downs, uh, the, the, the peaks and valleys of popularity. They've survived that and but, still the, to dominate yeah, the industry. Point, so it's not like the Theranos is thing. Sold. It's like a new, in, a new business. Shareholders do their share of research, oh, though. Oh, they do, yeah. You know, just saying, are you going to invest in something that if you take a look at its long-term outlook... How good does it look? From a financial perspective, it probably looks great for the next five years. For the next five years, yeah, maybe. But then if you read WWE's tank and its ratings, and it's based off of, we, don't, we have no idea no, I understand what those that. contracts I understand have in terms of clauses that says that the, I mean, even the last, what was it? Uh, God, I was reading the newsletter about, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the original XFL was on a multi-year deal. They pulled the plug on the networks. Pulled the plug yeah. on that. Yeah, I have no idea if Fox or USA can pull the plug. I'm on sure their at any deals. point they can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. That's always a possibility. Yeah, but I, I imagine a lot of stockholders, a lot of investors, are are, are doing the research pr primarily, if not exclusively, from the financial aspect of things. And maybe if they're not familiar with the industry, they don't see how the relationship between the creative could affect the financial aspect of it. Yeah, invest in mutual funds, people. They're very safe. Well, they're safer. Yes. That's what my retirement is, mutual funds. I know. Most retirements are. Because they're because safe. They're very safe. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways. Uh, going to talk more TV action, TV deals. Oh, yeah. There might be a new one ready to go on the horizon. According to The Wrap, we might be hearing more about All Eat Wrestling's, All Eat Wrestling's TV deal very, very soon. Uh-huh. The All Elite Wrestling uh, Turner deal is now quote virtually done. A person with knowledge of the plan tells the rap exclusively current plans call for the partnership to be announced through select press one hour before Warner media's Wednesday upfront event. That's in six days from oh, yeah. well, five days when this goes live. 
Uh, AEW president Tony Khan and some of his wrestlers are expected to be in attendance at uh, the Madison Square Garden, the mecca of professional wrestling, pitched to media buyers, the person told us. Larson, is private party going to be there? I hope so. Man, I really hope so. Uh, the presentation begins at 10 a.m. New York City time. That's Eastern On Standard Time. On the 15th, which day of the week is the 15th. That's uh, next Wednesday. The wrap continues. Current plans call for Turner to begin airing a weekly All Elite Wrestling show this fall on TNT. Meltzer still seems to think that either Tuesday or Wednesday. It's got to be Wednesday because basketball's on. the table, on. but yeah. Basketball's on Tuesday. Yeah. I'm sure that's a far more lucrative, lucrative deal. Oh, yes. I wonder how many people watch the uh, Warriors-Houston game. Is, is there any more info on Durant? I know they said it was strained probably a, a strained calf. calf. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I think they said it would be evaluated again next week. Oh, whoa. Gee. Well, what was the game five? That was game night? five. They're, yeah, they're up 3-2. So three, two. then game six will be, what's today? It'll be tomorrow, Friday, probably in Houston. Mm-hmm. And then back to Oracle for game seven, Yeesh. if needed, on Yeesh. Sunday. Yeah. So it's like he could be out in the remaining. But then I guess Curry played really well when Durant exited the game. Mm-hmm. So he can just step up, step mm-hmm. in. He's still got a really good team even if Durant goes down. Well, they have a championship level team even if Durant Yeah, they goes did. They, down. They, I know when Durant signed with the Warriors it's because they had already won the title. Exactly. One of the reasons. Yeah. So anyway, this is all very exciting. Wrestling back on the Turner family and networks. Uh it's great news, Steve. Great news. Yeah, it's good news. Good news for the industry. Great news. Yeah. Well, well, once it actually happens, we'll we'll see. TNT, they know drama. They're going to announce this this deal in the most dramatic way possible. I wish they'd get some microphones for the damn shit. <laughs> I think this this part I of the do, aesthetic. I try. Man. I try to. No, man, no. It's like a dogma thing. Even dogma had microphones. They were the best microphones. You know though. what dogma proved? That you can have trash looking visuals as long as people are mic'd. Then it may. Then it doesn't matter what your visuals look like. Being the elite, trying to prove the inverse that it's not working, dude. Seriously, I try to watch Double or Nothing or Road to Double or Nothing or or Being the Elite. Or I don't know whatever one it was on, and nobody's mic'd, and it's like Cody's, like Cody's sitting at his desk. That's totally gonna fall. And he's like, okay, so yeah, I'm talking to Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho is saying this thing, and I'm like, what the. What are you saying? God, you guys have like Turner money now. You have con yeah. money. Yeah, they should they should be able to get some mics. Can I agree. Just get some jabroni with a boom mic. Well, they still shoot it on iPhone, don't they? I don't know. I mean, not that the excuse is not having a microphone. You can get mics for that. I saw. You can get, you can get a camera like this. A picture of. Oh, what was the last event? Did Did what culture go to. What culture went to, what was the last big pay-per-view? Was it Mania? I don't know what it was. Well, yeah, it was the last major pay-per-view. In any event, I saw them doing their ups and downs or whatever they do, their post-show recap thing with Simon Miller, and Phil was working a freaking iPhone with an LED, and Simon Miller had a damn yeah, it's totally mic possible coming out of the I iPhone. I know, I know. I'm not using that as an excuse. It bugs the crap out I just don't watch it then. I want to watch it. I want to keep up with this stuff. I can't just uh, just read the recaps in the newsletter. He gets really extensive with those recaps. Exactly. It pretty much eliminates any need to watch it. <laughs> Plan to watch later. Didn't watch. Yay, nay. Somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. No, I give him shit. It's great news. It's really cool. It's really good. I just hope, Here's my thing, man. I just hope that my, my honest to God hope is that All Elite maybe will give a kick in the pants to enthusiasm in professional wrestling. Uh, and I really hope that it gives a strong kick in the pant, kick in the pants to the WWE. I really do. Yep. Because this, we mentioned this before. This, this wild card rule could potentially be a logistical disaster for storytelling. It really could be. I mean, I hope that they're not going to like try to overthink this damn thing. Hopefully, they say, okay, well, let's lay out some feuds for the next three months. Uh, that can be cross-brand. Drew Roman, I think, is a great one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Raw tag teams going to SmackDown. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then those are the people that cross-brand week to week, not just 
randos showing up mm-hmm. because if that's the case, it's going to be it's it's that's going to be a mess. I really hope that this past week, the wild card rule thing is going to be just basically the kickoff of new feuds. It's going to be like what we should have got with a superstar shakeup. Yeah. You know, and then we can get some stable storytelling from here on out. Yeah, it's a lot to ask for, for WWE, though. I know, man. I know. So, I don't know. I'll eat wrestling. That's where it's at, man. <laughs> Is it where it's at? That's where it's at. I guess so. Oh, it's, now this. It's the only hope for this in, for the whole wrestling industry. Steve. Now I got it. It's the, they're our only hope. Yeah. I don't know, man. Help me all the rest. Private parties are only hope. You're my only hope. Yeah, speaking of someone who's probably short on hope right now, Luke Harper. Can I read this one because I'm such a fan of this ongoing drama? All right, all right. Luke Harper. Released from his contract? No. Booked in a story? No. No, he's been given no future bookings. It's from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Thank you, but also won't be let out of his contract. He asked Vince McMahon if he wasn't going to be used could he get out in November, as is the contract expiration date, before WWE extended it six months based on his being out with an injury? McMahon told him to take it up with Triple H, who then didn't respond to him. That's weird. That's weird. So, like... Uh, so, Vince said, because apparently he wrote him a letter saying, uh, not only am I not going to let you out of your contract, but we're extending it six months. Okay, was that in the letter? Uh, I don't know. Regardless, he was told whether it was in the letter or not that not only was he not being released, he was being. Uh, I want to see this letter. Adding six months to his deal. And if I read this right, uh, so first of all, it's, it's weird that Luke Harper asked Vince McMahon to say, "Hey, can I go and my contract's up?" That's that kind of how it's phrased, isn't it? See what he, I, I, I feel, do you get the idea? You get the feeling that Luke Harper, God bless his soul, I want him to be free. Is he doing everything wrong here? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Okay, because here's the thing. My contract expires in... Oh, look at my, my contract here. Expires in November. That's six months away. Well, no, you do is what Dean did. Granted, you don't do it six months ahead of time or eight months ahead of time, whatever. But then again, if he said, you know... What, what did Dean do? He just said, no, I'm not going to resign. <laughs> ah, that's drawing, that's drawing attention to it. Nobody's asking Harper anything. Nobody said he's like he's looking at his contract. No, what I'm saying here is if the difference is if he went up to Vince says, "Hey, my contract is up November. Is okay if I go?" As opposed to my contract's up in November, I am out of here. How about how about he doesn't approach Vince McMahon? Or he could do that too. That's the thing because here's the thing: once you do that, you're bringing attention to the contract, and once you bring the attention to the contract, what does Vince seem to love doing these days? Make the contract longer. I understand that, but here's the thing: do anything. We've heard many times that. Vince will respect you if you stand up for yourself. And if the way this is, this is phrase really weird. Yeah, this newsletter. is phrase weird. It made, I it, 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 made it sound like Luke Harper went to Vince's office meekly and says, Vince, my contract's in November. It's okay if I leave then, yeah, please. I find that kind of, that's exactly be difficult that's, to believe, that's, right? I don't believe that whatsoever. But if he had gone there and slammed his fist on the desk, says, Vince, you ain't doing shit with me and I'm out the fucking door. My contract's up, turns around and walks away. Guess what? Six more months have been added. But Vince would respect him for going on there with showing that moxie. Yeah. Going to showing that moxley. Um, and then we can role play this one. You're Luke Harper. I'm Triple H. Go talk to go talk to Paul. All right. I'll do that. Okay, so and then Adam I'll, Cole. I'll text him. Goes over at Hunter. Bridgeport. I just had a conversation with Vince McMahon. He wants to keep me past November when my contract's up. Is there anything we can do to get me out of here sooner? Thanks for all your help. Much appreciated. God, Steph keeps on bugging me about dinner tonight. I don't... What's this? Brody. Hmm. It says it's delivered. It's Reddit. Anyways, so, dear Steph, I was thinking we'd get some delicious Italian meatloaf from the HelloFresh meal kit delivery service today. Now let's fast forward a week. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hunter, don't know if you got my previous text. Um, As I mentioned there, uh, I talked to Vince about uh, getting my release when my contract is up in November. However, he uh, told me, uh, no, six months. Talk to you about it. Um, Any thoughts? Thanks for your help. Bye. No, I thought I told you I wanted pork burger. Oh. Brody. 
Not dealing with that right now. Dear Steph, it's pork burgers or GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if Harper just rolled up to him at like a taping? Hey, man, listen. Vince is being a real pain about this. I know he's your father-in-law, but you know how he is. Can November's right around the corner. I just you guys aren't doing anything with me. Yeah, I'll get back to you about that. I think Triple H is go like to stare at him. Walk backwards. <laughs> he walked backwards. Exactly. Like untraced his path yeah. to that point. It's probably more like, yeah, I'll look into that. Yeah, no, I'll look I'll get back to you and then I'll look into that. Oh, it's so frustrating. But then Luke Harper is not booked in any show, so he's just sitting at home. So he doesn't run into Triple H again. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I don't know, man. I don't don't get, I just don't understand. Like it's just throwing money away when you pay a talent to not come to work. Yeah. Well, they have the money, man. I understand that. Nonetheless, I have the money. Although shareholders not doing their research, this comes off as so damn petty. This is a goddamn house of cards right now. I'm not saying you have to give him his release at the moment with no no compete clause, but the tack on the extra six months, it's ridiculous. Constantly on the verge of collapse. I'm telling you, it really is. People are just gonna flock from this product. It's just not great. Like all elite's gonna have five million viewers this first week. It ain't gonna have shit, man. Because people are so fed up with this WWE garbage. Not if they don't mic their show. No, they'll have a mic for television. Probably not. Turner wouldn't let it air if it was that bad. They have their own like there's broadcast standards you have to adhere to for a television product. You'd think, but like, No, there you, is. There actually is. Have you ever like you seen... won't they will not air television shows if it doesn't meet certain broadcast standards. Who's they? Networks. You've never worked in television production, Steve. Wait, have you? Yes. Where'd you work? Where'd you work? The first job I had at a college was a television production studio. You were just logging tapes, man. No, but I was actually producing. I was producing pieces too for Stars Movie News. Really? Yeah. And who was the gatekeeper in terms of who wouldn't let it go down? Uh, Well, you would submit the tape to whatever (laughs) network, and if they didn't like it, if it didn't meet standards, they would tell you, "No, you got to redo it." Yeah. What was your favorite thing that you produced there while working in television? Question. Please tell me it was the Chris Kattan interview. Oh, that's right. You work for Stars. No, I didn't work for Stars. We produced content for Stars. Uh, what was the name of the company you worked for? Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, no. You drove it into the ground? No, I was only there a year. <laughs> oh, in a, in, a, in a year? Yeah. You drove it into the ground? Totally. <laughs> You've never worked on TV, Steve. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> you never worked in television production, did you, Steve? You've never worked in television production, Steve. You know the term, like, color safe? You know what that's for? Television. Yeah, I know what color safe is, man. <laughs> Do you know how to read a scope? Didn't make sure your reds are color safe? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No, I like my, I like my reds bleeding. That's what I you like them to do. Burn it on every TV imaginable, huh? Have you, you've never worked in television. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Let's answer some questions. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Duh, from Tony Wood, does the TV deal with Warner Media Group make All Elite a player for number two company in pro wrestling? Oh, they're already there. Like, may- oh, all of pro wrestling? No, in the states, may- yes. Maybe in North America, they're already there in North America. Well, the deals <laughs> deal isn't signed yet. They're already there in North America. The deal's not signed. New Japan's number two in the world, but yeah, All Elite's already there in North America. There, there's no deal signed. 
Oh, this is great. They haven't even run a show yet. Daryl W. Perry, G- uh, going in raw math on Dave Meltzer star ratings. So, Legacy and Kayfabe are 10s. Yeah. Because they're like the standard. Being good is the only one that's sort of suspect. I would probably give it like a 7 for being good. You know, I'd say promo, because I don't know if he's if, if, if Meltzer is actually... Sometimes he doesn't articulate his rationale very That's a well good point. either. He's kind of he can be a dick on Twitter, uh-huh. and usually it's to other people who are also who are dicks. Which I don't get that game. I just like mute people totally. If anybody says anything that I disagree with, I just mute them. Or I just ignore them. Yeah. Well, I like muting them. That way they don't know that I'm not listening to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's kind of mm-hmm. great. Uh, let's say eight plus. It's gotta be an eight plus. Eight right? plus. That yeah. seems fair. Yeah. I mean, what's the look? I like the look of the newsletter. It's very bare bones. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Vance Rawson. I feel like they're building to Vince versus Roman for the heart of WWE. That's kind of my storyline. I might be reading into it, but I felt hints of it before Mania with Vince interjecting himself into feuds and Triple H and Stephanie seemingly blindsided by it. Am I alone on this? No, I can see that. Vince interjected himself into the Kofi storyline, the Becky storyline a couple times. It seemed like Triple H and Stephanie were taken aback by it. Here's the thing, though. They might have thought that week, oh, we, maybe we'll do this, and then it was completely forgotten about the next time around. I, dude, I'll be honest, Vance and Larson. Uh-huh. No, not a chance. Because Vince, Vince thinks that he is the world, the wrestling's greatest Band-Aid. That's what it is. It's, oh, something needs to be fixed really quick. I'll insert myself. There is no, okay, how about this? We do a Roman versus Vince thing where it's going to culminate with this thing. I don't think it's that at all. No, I think it's not going to be that. Oh, low ratings? I'll just go throw myself out there because remember back in 1998 when I was a draw because of Stone Cold? I think that's what it is, man. I really do. And there might be some metrics to indicate that when Vince is around, I think at one point Vince – Indicated that hey, something important is happening, so mm-hmm. ratings are going to go up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that's the case anymore, man. Uh, Luchando asks, "Why ain't I getting booked?" You are booked all over W. Steve W. Like one of the lead stories, Ryan Haft. What are your theories on the end game for Bray's new gimmick? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess the beggar. He's going to adopt the persona of Mercy the Buzzard and come out to the ring in a Condor Man esque uh, 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 buzzard I outfit. It. I love it. I think, yeah. I think With you mechanical just, wings and everything. You just successfully re, uh, rebooked uh, Beefy Dub. <laughs> wow. He may, he might be our first two time re, rebrand. Could be, could be. That's good. Justin Wern, if you were to design your own luchador esque mascaris, uh, what would they look like and what would your luchador names be? Well, yours would have to be an all over print of something. Oh, absolutely. Like an all-over print of like... It would be the, an all-over print of whatever my mascaris looked like. Just small little mascaris is all, all over printed on, on it. Whoa. I know. And those would have all-over print of the Oh, yeah. And then those ones would mm-hmm. have them too. In perpetuity. So to infinity. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know what it looks like. No. Oh, wow. That's messed up. You just play with my mind. What's good, uh, what's good luchador names, however? Mm. Violencia key. Violence here? Yeah. Yeah. You too? What is a uh, unknown? That'd be Mysterio? No say. That'd be mis- mystery? <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mystery, yeah. Let's see if there's a... There you go. Ooh, descon- desconocido. Desconocido. It's uh, kind of a mouthful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what's what's your name, Luchador? Escondido, <laughs> Mascaris, the unknown mask. The unknown mask. Yeah, because the mask. Oh, like Mascaris. Ooh, what's infinite? Oh, in 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 probably infinite. In infinito. Infinito, mas- Mascaris Infinito. That's, that's my name. Okay, there you go. That's wow, a good name. Well done. I like violence here. No, that's good. Ultimo, vi- ultimo violencia. That's good too. The captain, what are the five worst titles WWE has ever made? Spinner title. Oh, the U.S. spinner title. The U.S. spinner That's title. That's probably the worst. That's that was right. horrible. That's really bad. Uh, what else? What else? I still don't think the tag titles look very good. 
You got to put the better, un- better than the pennies. The universal title that was so bad it derailed a match. That still bums me out. Uh, Jack Nesmith, MA. If WB wildcard rules expand to include NXT, what matches would you both like to see in the future on either Raw, SmackDown, or NXT in the future? Included MMA? No, NXT, man. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I heard MMA in there. I don't there. know why either. Uh, hmm. I'd, this is what I'd want to see. I'd want to see Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar. I'd want to see... Our ant friend is back up there. He's getting bigger. That's our pet. guess so. How do you say ant in Spanish? Oh, shoot. Did you know that? Yeah. It is hormiga. Mm-hmm. Hola, hormiga. ¿Qué tal? What was the question? Oh, yeah, NXT... Wild yeah, Matt Riddle, Riddle uh, Matt Riddle, Brock Lesnar would be good. Seth versus uh, Adam Cole. Or Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano versus AJ Styles. Johnny Gargano versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's all good. Emperor Electra Buzz. Will there ever be another successful gimmick wrestler like Undertaker or Kane? I don't think WWE could package them correctly. Even if they did, people today are more interested in believable characters. Uh, Riddick Regiment, man. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I mean, the closest we're going to get is something like Bray Wyatt or Aleister Black, who are like kind of born. Demon Balor. Yeah. Yeah, Demon Balor. He's got a super, a strong supernatural basis. That's true. And he's got a vortex. Yeah. Undead Marsupial. Which wrestlers do you think listen to their own theme songs to hype themselves up when they're not wrestling? None. Zero. Nobody. Not a chance. I would like to think that Undisputed Era does, in fact, listen to their song just kind of whenever they're amongst each other talking, though. Yeah. And I should well, just play yeah. it all the time behind them. Yeah. When they're all together. No, I can get on board with that. Maybe Dijakovic. Yeah, I can see that. Dude, he seems like he seems like he doesn't have a lot of songs on his playlist, mm-hmm. but he's very excited to have his own song. Didn't. Uh, Drew kind of uh, echoes what you said earlier. Is there any chance the higher-ups at Fox or NBC will do some market research come to the conclusion that Vince is the problem? I feel like that's the only way he'll ever see it. Or will he even accept that? I think it's going to be something a little bit different. I think it'd be more like if they don't get the results they want. Uh, I mean, I don't, dude, I don't know. I don't see. I, I sort of mentioned this also. If they don't get the results they want, they want, it ain't on them to fix it. Mm-mm. So I don't know that removing, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. This is maybe how it would go down. They don't get the results they want. They threaten to kill the TV contract. The threatening of the TV contract being killed brings down the stock price mm-hmm. to like 30 bucks. Yeah. Investors are upset. At that, that point, the Vince board, is gone. The board of directors is incensed. Yes. He's gone. Yeah. Because right now the company's got a market cap at like six point seven billion or valuation of like six point seven billion or whatever. If that takes a nosedive, then yeah, Vince. If that goes down to like two billion, oh my God, Vince is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the what the threshold would be. I mean, even if it's thirty percent, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh Connor, if Sasha Banks or Dean Ambrose leaves WB for all elite, will they be banned from the company like Jericho? Yep. Yep. Yes, correct. If Jericho gets the ban hammer, then pretty much anybody will. Although Meltzer seems to think that Dean being in that movie precludes him for the time being. Uh, he said, looks like he's not going to be wrestling anytime soon because he's in a movie. I, well, I figure people could do both. And it seems like a small movie. What is their production schedule? Like 10 days? Maybe that Mox trailer thing he put up was... Uh, That's the movie. No, it was... It was no, it, yeah, part of the movie. Like that's, he's, he's playing that character in the movie. He's a pro wrestler that beats the MMA fighter. He's using that video to secure financing. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I actually did a day's worth of unpaid TV work. This company that evolved. Production work? Uh, I wasn't on a set or anything. It was like post stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, that's. It was. Uh, I came in. Uh, our friend recommended, right? This is the worst story ever. Uh, because I had like a kind of working knowledge of After Effects. Whenever people. Oh, yeah, whenever yeah, yeah. people. Whenever you tell somebody, hey, I, I, you know, me, for example, you know, I've dabbled in comics. I can, mm-hmm. I can do, I can maybe do a comic. I can do drawings here and there, but it's very specific to whatever the hell I want to do. That's why I'd be really bad at like 
a graphic designer or something like a freelancer, it's like, you gotta, you gotta change your stuff to the whims of your client. Mm -hmm. So I'm brought in and he's like, yeah, I want it like a 3d map thing that you then zoom into. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So I just sat there for like a couple hours, just dicked around. Didn't really know what I was doing. I did actually help somebody do like a Photoshop mat, but, uh, and then I just sort of skulked off. I I left and and that was it. I don't, I don't think they were going to pay me anyways. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I I can't even fake it and make it here. Mm. At least with Machinima, with the gaming stuff, it was easy to fake it. Well, there's no After Effects involved either. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Remark Wrestling, uh, what do you think of Becky successfully defending both titles and then getting cashed in after the Charlotte match? I think there's a high probability that happens. That Bailey cashes in at a. Money in the bank. That's my prediction. That's my tentative prediction right now. I've been I've been holding on to that one for a while. Uh, uh, Mario Roca. Now that we have this wild card rule thing, what is the next great idea Vince has that only he thinks is genius? Leaving the company. <laughs> Look, I'm leaving the company. I'm a genius. Stock price is down to thirteen dollars. I'm focusing all my attention on the XFL. What a state to be in. That's man. where the money's at. What a state to be in. That was interesting in the newsletter Meltzer were talking about how Vince is probably set to lose like $350 million because of money-making opportunities you know, did for you, the first three seasons of the XFL for him are not great. Did you did you just, did you just think this when you are reading that? Because I thought this. <laughs> Why is he doing this? And don't just give me because it failed before and he watched the day and he saw the documentary about it and he wanted to like have some sort of, you know, retribution about his failed XFL project. I think that was part of it. However, I think he also saw that uh, the NFL ratings were affected by the whole anthem and Trump getting involved in all that and thought, well, if I can respond to the, the, the wants of football fans who decide the NFL isn't for them anymore, then maybe I can have some success. I think that's really that's probably primary, and he probably he probably wouldn't even thought about it again, except for, if it weren't for that thirty for thirty. It's such a long term proposition, though, and he's seventy three years old. I know, and he looks eighty three. And like years I know, old. the NFL's ratings are down, but it's the NFL. They're a juggernaut. They're to football. What WWE is to wrestling. It's the he's NFL. he's the AEW in this equation. Yeah, you can't see the parallels at all. Anyways, this is going to fail miserably. It is. It's going to be out $350 million. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. Because, yeah. like, I know. You got plenty more. I know that, you know, the NFL is still, even though the ratings have fallen and, and whatnot, still wildly popular here. So I don't really know what percentage of ratings have fallen. Let's say rating for the NFL has fallen 12%. So you're talking about trying to catering to a portion of the existing NFL fan base plus that 12%. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're focusing on really wooing that 12%, is that 12% enough to keep your league afloat? No. Nobody wants to watch crap football. That's, no. the, that's the bottom line. I know. I know. It's the bottom line. Nobody wants to watch crap football. I know. The reason people watch NFL football is because it's probably the best football. Some people think college because football is actually Because the players better. are machines. They are absolutely like athletic freaks mm-hmm. out there that are just doing. And then you see like guys who are running around like half speed. Well, what you're used to watching, nobody wants to watch that. I remember the, I can't remember what the league was called, but for a while, I think it lasted two seasons. I don't think it was called the UFL. There's a team here in Sacramento that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Denny Green, who's the coach of the Vikings, was the coach of. <clears throat> um, and I remember watching part of one of those games, and this dude was kicking like a chip shot field goal. That shit was wide left by <laughs> at least 15 yards. It wasn't close. Yeah. Not close. And it was here, I think, the game, and it was beautiful outside. There's no weather to blame for that. <laughs> he just shanked the hell out of it. People want to watch athletics at the highest level. That's really what it's the all about. Level, and they'll yeah. pay good money to see that. Yeah, if man. you give them a crap product, regardless of the sport, people don't want to watch it. At least the first time we had, like, you know, the lightning, lightning up on the celebration rules. So it's kind of like, oh, a farce. yeah. And you have your nicknames on the back. Yeah. And for a while, they had the, they, you couldn't have a person up blocking during punts. So people get laid out until someone got hurt. And they realized it's a terrible idea. But just, I don't know, the whole genesis of the, the, the new XFL mm-hmm. just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, if his rationale is really, oh, NFL's uh, ratings are down modestly in, in, in 
president got involved in this. I think there's an opportunity here for me to make some money. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm-mm. I know. It's too much, dude. It's too much. Nobody wants this. No. <laughs> no. There's no... Nobody's begging for this, man. No. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't know. I mean, the whole reason I stopped watching the NFL has nothing to do with why Vince is starting this league. I don't really watch the NFL anymore because I don't really like how they, like the players aren't, I don't know, like they should be able to express themselves, you know? Yeah, no, the NFL is just, pretty draconian about what, Draconian, yeah. It's all locked down. The players can and can't do, and that bothers me. Got a couple questions here on our YouTube community thread. Uh, Rob. The fabulous dad bod Valonis, mm-hmm. Matt Hardy delivered the line of it's him. His delivery was comically bad. What are horrible promo performances that stand out to you? Um, anytime, anything warrior ever said. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Oh, Sid, anything Sid ever said that. Well, those were all always great. I have half the brain. You think I do. Uh, There's a new baby face in town. When all the old school, like it's funny because like the old, like the the heavy hitter guys, like for example Rick Steiner. Yeah, he was never a good pro. Well, he wasn't that. Yeah, he wasn't that good. He wasn't that great. His brother's not that good either. Yeah, Scott Steiner. Oh, Scott's great. He's a ten. Entertaining. He's a ten. He's a ten. He's either entertaining's all that matters. Either a one or a ten. Any any of the Von Erich promos. Because it's like, man, look at these guys. They are very Texas. And I can see why every woman in Texas would want to be with these guys. I'll say this. I watched the Dark Side of the Ring about the Von Erich family. And they showed some more of Kerry's work. And it's not like he was a 10 promo. But as you mentioned, it's a very specific thing. And seeing a bit more of it, I kind of get it. You understand it, yeah. Yeah. It's like like the... The I mean they they were they were like just uh, 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 he's the high school quarterback in Texas five all American boys yeah okay. is, is what the Von Erichs were so you don't need big no yeah that's what Dusty's for uh, Lord Tranquilo do you think WWE adopting a faction system similar to New Japan would be beneficial the factions in New Japan aren't factions in traditional sense more, uh, more like a real sports team or fighter camps I think it'd be nice to see that in WWE it could help organize the booking yeah yes and that is actually an excellent analogy to the fighter camp thing yeah, that that's is real a, good, that's actually. a really good analogy right there um, and I, I absolutely agree I do mm-hmm. I totally agree um, Ryan Smith as of today who are your picks for the two Money in the Bank matches uh, his are Drew and Mandy Rose you're close it's Drew and Bailey uh huh yep what are the odds you're gonna move off those uh, not high. There's only two weeks. There's only one week of TV left. Huh? I know. I know. All right. Well, that's good. I think that's good for a show. All right. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. There will be an Ask Stephen Larson. Well, we're shooting it today. It might be up later on Friday. So thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.